Welcome to the Sex Magic Podcast, where we explore the connections between sexuality and spirituality, the various cultures and traditions of sex magic, and conversations about everything in between, led by a coven of curious modern witches. If you'd like to follow us on social media, our Instagram is Sex Magic Podcast, our website is sexmagicpodcast.com, and if you want to send us an email, sexmagicpodcast at gmail.com. Also, I had to lay down because my neck was getting so sore from angling my head like that. Sorry, but it's like a kind of slumber potty vibe. So I'm, I'm here for mm-hmm. it. I got uh, my fuzzy. I should go to bed. Yes, get in bed. Let's all yes. get in bed. Well, I can't move now that Gustav is on my lap. So oh, he's bringing the cozy vibes for me. That's <laughs> there it. we go. You, that's the law. Like you can't break the law. Yeah. Moving while occupied by cat is... Against our religion. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Um, so hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sex hi, Magic Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, so season six, season six, season six. <laughs> hi. Hi. Should I? I don't know. I'll do I'll do an option of like a formal one, but um Okay. I kind of like. But let's just leave it in as it is now. But now you do the intro. <laughs> okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. I'll count you in. For okay, our final countdown. Oh no! <laughs> but we're leaving all this in. Okay, three. <laughs> okay, sorry. <again>. Three. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Sex Magic Podcast. <laughs> So, hello everyone. Uh, your co-hosts are here for the very last time. We are recording our final episode. And as I say those words, I'm already getting really sentimental because I can't believe we have we've done it. We've we've concluded six seasons, three years. Mm. We're closing the door. We're ending a chapter it's the final episode <laughs> i feel like they used to be a nine like three years six seasons nine co-hosts nine. is there a nine that we can throw together <laughs> i mean we've had a lot of co-hosts it's, true. <laughs> it's not nine it's not well, nine hey if you add gustav yes and there was charlie Probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it might be nine, four, five, six, seven, seven. eight. Darn it! The Holy Ghost magic. <laughs> yeah, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you got to leave six inches for Jesus. <laughs> oh, but wow, what a journey we've been on together. Mm. It's gone by so fast. I feel like time is trippy. Yeah. Like, that. like it feels so fast, but at the same time, I think about just where I was when we started and what mm-hmm. I was doing and how much things have grown. And it's like, mm-hmm. damn, life is crazy. Yeah. I feel like I, I think it would be fun. Also for our listeners, we have not prepared this in any way, shape or form. We were about to. And then I said, let's just start recording. So yeah. you're going to hear our Could you end. tell we didn't plan it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like it'd be fun to talk about like us for us each to kind of individually like and Katie maybe kick us off because of what you just said but like Shady kick us off because of what you just said and because 
like like we could talk about like where we were at personally, professionally, spiritually, whatever, when we met to do this. Not when we met met, but when we met when we created incepted 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 yeah yeah like before we actually started the project which like timeline wise was April or I think about April 2017 Wow! and then we all met up June 2017 yeah that sounds right who wants to go first I'm like my memory is shit okay let me think about this mine a bit too I feel like I feel like at that time in my life, I was trying to divide and conquer a lot of things. Like I would like to start a bunch of things like with Love by Luna and Moonbox and the podcast. And I feel like within the past couple of years, I'm kind of, you know, I think concentrating my energy um, back into certain things and wrapping up, um, I don't know, just other other loose ends that I've already explored. Um and yeah, I've had a lot of change recently in my life too. With I was just telling Bella, my grandfather recently passed away, but he lived like a full life. And so it was sad, but also happy and celebrating his passing. And then I recently got engaged. So that's been really exciting too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I answered the question. But you did. <laughs> I mean, about I, can't, I can't believe I, I just like... Shady, seeing you over the past like three years, three and a half years since I've known you, in which all of these transformations have happened, and to witness you stepping into this new experience of marriage. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> also, Bella, you as well. Mm-hmm. Ah, you both got married during the the timeline of this podcast or yeah. you got, or you're, you're on the track, but, um, yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I never announced that I was engaged or married on social media or anywhere because I just kind of forgot to. And then I feel <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's gone on for too long and <laughs> I still haven't picked my photos from the wedding. So I literally have like nothing to, post to announce it. And I think it's so hilariously classic me. <laughs> yeah. But really yes, is. I did technically get engaged and married during this period. I'm so bad at posting things on time too. Like I haven't posted, I never posted anything about like my 30th birthday and all this other stuff. And Mm -hmm. my book had been out for like a year and I was like, man, I really need to do like a, I can't believe my book's been out for a year. Like you're published also with a one-year-old book, baby. I know with a second, a second on the way. A second on the way. Got a, got a bun in the oven book wise, (laughs) just book wise. -wise, (laughs) Uh Oh, careful. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Such joy. Yeah. I feel like we've all definitely glowed up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, Tosca, you exploring your Dom side. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it's my turn a little bit. Well, you know, I have to say it's been quite a ride. The past been a lot. three years with the mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, when I started this, I actually, I think I was in herbalist school. I was just finishing my mm-hmm. nine month training 
uh, at the Gaia School of Healing. And I was very inspired to integrate everything I learned from being active in the BDSM scene and what I was learning in herbalist school and plant spirit medicine and just my path as a witch. And it just really led me here. And I'm so proud of the work we've created together. And I really could not have done this alone, nor would I have wanted to as well. It's so powerful to have shared this in sisterhood and to have deepened my relationships with both of you. And I'm just really grateful that you've trusted me to, you know, carry this project and to to lead it. And I don't think I've been the best leader a lot of the times and I've learned a lot. But I would say that this was one of the big productions I created of my 20s. And it's Mm. changed my life a lot and my identity as well. I think this gave me the permission to be more open about my sexuality in a public way. I had been out of the kink closet for a very, very long time. Uh, mostly because I I was outed by a shared iCloud account <laughs> uh, <laughs> initially when I was 20 years old. So I didn't really have much say, but, you know, to share with, I can casually talk to anyone about sex magic and that's really fucking cool. And I've seen the ripple effect, how oftentimes now people come to me in, in expressing hey, there's this part of my sexuality I've never explored. And, you know, I think that us being very open gives other people permission to be open. So, you know, sharing that magic is really powerful. And I'm very proud of that experience. So I shared nothing about my personal transformation, though. (laughs) That's okay. You should just share whatever you're comfy sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, can I ask you a question? Yeah. How do you feel about your your Gemini energy separate pods versus integrated self? Like, how has that progressed for you throughout the podcast? Well, it's interesting because I think everyone has experienced that in that I was using the identity of Tosca in a way to almost not hide behind, but to use that pseudonym as the identity of this part of myself and 2021 was the year I dedicated to the word integrate. So, you know, now I'm comfortable in the, in, in using my name Leah in, in this context and in any context. And I have a grand plan for Tosca in another creative project that perhaps I will share in, uh, in a post on the podcast page, but that's going to be something that I keep um, and will release after this, this season concludes. But yeah, I don't know. Integrating all these parts of myself into just one, one identity has been really healing and really liberating and calling all these different parts of myself back home. Hmm. That's so nice. Yeah, I feel like for most of the podcasts, I think I was the only one that went by their name. 
Is that right? Yeah. No, Tony. Tony. Went by Tony. Tony, yeah. Tony mm-hmm. used her name. Went by Tony, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, we just all had so much change and transformation in so many areas and so many ideations and, and versions of the podcast mm-hmm. as a collective. Yes. Core three, the Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess like, I don't know, we've never really talked about the co-host. Yeah. Changes. Conversation. We've never had a conversation surrounding the changes of the co-hosts. Um, well, also I want to respect all of their wishes, but I feel like in some ways it was also kind of confusing to me, but mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think like initially I was really just excited for all of my friends to. <laughs> there were so many of us in the beginning. <laughs> there were so many of us. If you have listened to season one, oh man, if you can tell anyone's voice apart, you have we a had talent. Five hosts, <laughs> right? five, five, five of us <laughs> for the first four episodes, and then and then Eve went on her her way. Who's still a dear dear friend, uh, but. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lot, and I think that three really works well. And mm-hmm. we've also shifted like how we record these episodes, so it's not necessarily like yeah. talking all at once. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's been really good because I found it challenging when we would interview guests with multiple of us. Because as as folks may or may not know, even just with the three of us without a guest, like particularly when you're remote, it's a bit hard to always know if it's okay to jump in or like, cause you always want to make sure if someone going to say something. So mm-hmm. that's one thing when it's just the three of us. And I find it so much more complicated when there's also a guest because you're all definitely playing yeah. the game with the guest of making sure mm. the balance is right. Yeah. I will say and this is me being brutally honest. I learned my lesson with this podcast that it's not necessarily the best idea to work with your friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had it's to learn really that hard. too. It's yeah. really hard. But, you yeah. know, I, I just think that like that's that's a hard truth. Well, and you and Shady had worked together before the podcast a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Shady and I had a working relationship before a friendship. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you had that, and then you and I had met, but we made friends sort of as we made the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that was the difference with because I think that the other um, hosts that we had, maybe your friendship with them was pre-existing right right so we were kind of all three of us have established our dynamics together mm-hmm. kind of while we've been establishing the podcast yeah absolutely well, except for you two already did that professionally in a different setting but that yeah. could be a difference I think yeah and also this podcast was a big commitment mm-hmm. yeah huge more so than I think any of us expected absolutely Definitely. I mean <laughs> this podcast has been so much work so much work. I such a labor of love. I've yeah, like I've pretty much taken this on as a job. <laughs> yeah. It's been like a lot more than any of us thought. Yeah. I feel like it's like that with like any business. Like I feel like I went through that too with my first where I was just like, I want to sell clothes online. But then you're having to learn about like shipping and like harmonized hair schedule codes and like taxes and all this other stuff that comes with like running a business. And it really just grows into something beyond what you could have ever imagined. Yeah, totally. I learned so much about business from you, Shady. Oh, 
Yay. <laughs> I, I hope I was helpful in some way. I got, my, I got my MBA at Shady University. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> You're a valedictorian. <gasps> oh. <laughs> uh, but also something that I'm so grateful for is how many people we've been able to connect with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of the guests we've had on the show, I would say have given all the guests we've had on the show have helped in, in some small or large way to my transformation the past mm-hmm. three years. I've learned so much about sexuality and spirituality and, and everything in between. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I like Gabby Herstick and I fell in immediate platonic love, platonic slash slightly romantic friend, love and non-sexual love. And, uh, I have been very close friends ever since. And she actually officiated my wedding. <laughs> so magical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me think about, I'm trying to think of where I was in, t- you said 2017 was when we started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely already with Alex, my partner. Um, like we would have been dating a couple of years and I was, indoctrinating him into my kinky polyamorous <laughs> queer wild ways from his straight laced life <laughs> um what else i was working as a pleasure mentor already but i was going under a different name and like a, a, a career title and then changed because one person is trademarking that and i didn't want to be involved in any drama and I, but I was working still, I think a lot of side jobs when we first started, I think I was still working, doing a lot of birth doula work, which made our podcast interesting sometimes when I hadn't slept in like three days, (laughs) helping babies be born. Um, and it was, yeah, it would have been then because we've been doing this for three years. So I think it would have been within the first year was when I decided to go full time Mm. with my pleasure mentor work. And I, stopped like guest writing heaps of blogs and doing all of the other things I was doing. And I just really, really laser focused in on my career and started erotic in motion as a virtual weekly session, which has been life fucking changing to gather with a group of like sensual babes and move our bodies and share our hearts every week has just transformed my life and healed so many like friendship and community wounds that I had. And I've been doing Eros for the past year where we do a monthly workshop, which has been really transformational. And I've moved across the country and I've gotten engaged and gotten married and uh, repaired my relationship with my mom and actually spoke with my birth father for the first time in like a bajillion years and did some fucking transcendental healing there. And uh, it's been a lot. Yeah, that's some big magic for sure. Mm-hmm. I had three, two pregnancies, two miscarriages. My house almost burnt down and I was rear-ended and my car was totaled. <laughs> yeah, the good and but the bad. It all, yeah, the, the wheel of life. And I, I threw it all, I felt pretty happy and just really grateful to feel like I'm on the path of my life's purpose. And um just try to listen to the lessons of the universe and never let the the pain of the lessons obscure the messages. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
wait, 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 rewind. Yeah. You said three pregnancies and two miscarriages? Yeah, that's not right. Two pregnancies and two miscarriages. I was like, are you saying you're pregnant? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, that would be quite the announcement. I'm absolutely not. I um, just finished my bleed. No, I think because I was thinking I've actually had three miscarriages, but two of them uh, were during that three-year period. Got it. Wow. One of them was like within the first month that I met my partner. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God. So funny. I, and I'm sorry for anyone who I'm triggering by like my glib energy around my, my early births, but I just feel really joyful about them. And I, I mm-hmm. hold presence for everyone to feel differently. Um, but for me, they were some of the most profoundly beautiful experiences of my life and like excruciatingly painful physically, but and mentally. Um, but I, I walk with grief and death quite easily as a Scorpio rising and I've dueled my father's passing and I just feel like there's just such mystical, magical experiences. And I love being pregnant and I love giving birth, even if it's an early birth. And I just feel great about them. Mm -hmm. And I want people to know that that's also like an option of a way to feel. Mm -hmm. But I don't say any of that to like discredit how anybody feels. For, For some people, it's the most emotionally devastating and like shattering experience yeah. of their life mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I think that all, all feelings are valid yeah it's very powerful allowing each person to have their own unique experience surrounding a shared yeah. experience mm-hmm. yeah absolutely we might walk the same journey but we we know one takes the same paths mm-hmm yeah, absolutely. Or vice versa, actually. We walk the same path, but we take different journeys. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, such great strides we've all taken in the past three years, for sure. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, it's Now I'm going to move into my new house and I have my new car and then we'll we'll have a pregnancy to announce at one date soon. Yay, mm-hmm. I can't wait for you. New life, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, I am excited about what the future holds once, you know, we close this door. It, it does create space yeah. for, for new opportunities. And I I do feel as though I was running away from my greatest passion mm. uh, because the, the TV show I was on was canceled in 2016. Mm-hmm. And it was something I worked my whole life towards. I've wanted mm-hmm. to do that since I could, but like truly before I could even speak, I was tagging along to drama classes and dance classes and the the role of performer and storyteller is so deep within me and my spirit. And, you know, when that dream came to fruition, it was very scary. And, and then success was something I was not comfortable with in an interesting way. And once the show was canceled, it like confirmed all my fears and Mm. I ran away from that part of myself and I ran towards spirituality, which I think was the right thing to do. I created this foundation for myself and found community and it was always something that was present in everything I did, even even the the acting and the film and the theater, it's all still there. And something that I've realized recently, this year specifically, is that what I have 
brought to this podcast is something that I'm going to be bringing to all my creative projects that I want to share in the realm of film and in the realm of theater performance. And, you know, this past month I did uh, a class again, um, an acting class with a teacher that I've trained with for years. And it was my first time returning in three years. So interestingly, it lined up with the podcast, of course. (laughs) And instead of running away from my passion, I was running towards it. So that was really, really powerful. And I'm really excited to, to honor the cycles of death and rebirth and to not let go of of this in any kind of like, oh, this is behind me kind of way. No, this is mm-hmm. this is part of me. This is part of my story. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful that I'm forever changed by it. Mm. Oh, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I it's such a sad thing to be closing any container and ending it. Well, not any, but it's sad to close this one. And I think in an odd way, at least for me, it doesn't feel perfect like that's something I've been working with is I'm working with Lilith like are there any right and good choices like in a way I feel like we could do this forever um and in another very real real way I think for each of us it's you know you only have a hundred percent battery at the start of every day and 24 hours in each day and I'm really excited to see what this shift will bloom in each of us what the decay and the beautiful process of death of this chapter in this container the way we do this ending will nourish new growth in each of our lives Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely okay so sad (laughs) so wait 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 before we go into sad sad zone what have some of our favorite episodes been (sighs) oh Because I definitely have, I definitely have some top. Okay. Mm. I'm going to think of my top three. Okay. Wait, hang on. Can we do, I feel like uh, top three is hot. Cause like actually one of the first ones that comes to mind is of course Gabby. But for me, that's like in a different level because of like the interpersonal. <laughs> You're biased love. at this point. I'm biased. <laughs> um, but like, I loved interviewing Luna Dietrich, the pussy witch mm, um, uh, and yeah. talking all about eco-sexuality. I loved that episode so much. Um, I loved interviewing last season. I think it was Edgar. They were like amazing and incredible, like mystical, gentle soul who does beautiful art. Um, God, there's just been so many good ones. I know so many good ones. I liked the episode that we did on, um, I think it was like sex magic plus or minus where we talked about like the intersections Mm -hmm. of solo sex magic versus partnered. Oh, there's Mm -hmm. been so many good ones. Twin Flames, that's a big topic yeah, everybody for me. loves that. Everyone <laughs> loves that episode. The numbers were so high on that episode. <laughs> I have a lot more thoughts on that topic since. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I don't know, I've loved them all. They've all been so perfect in their own way. Mm-hmm. I loved Quan Yin's just because I've been working mm. with her on her um, erotic visibility course. And she's just so amazing. It was nice talking to her too, um, us both being Asian. I thought that was cool. 
Yeah, I'm I'm scrolling through all of our episodes <laughs> right now. I'm just like, whoa, we've had so many conversations. This is so and they're also amazing. different too. Oh yeah. Like- well, I have to say, I think like some of my favorite episodes have been the just us episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that like casual conversational <sighs> style, like mm-hmm. this yeah. kind of, you know, just chit chat. Um the playful I sex think, one was like that. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it> was fun. <laughs> I I really did enjoy interviewing my best friend for I think the second episode mm-hmm. about Shibari. That was uh, fun. And of course, I admit my bias there. And again, with <laughs> <laughs> interviewing Salvatore Santoro, who was my first Dom. But like that was the longest podcast episode I ever did. <laughs> And it was like our first time spending time together since mm. I was 20 years old. It was so powerful. And to go to their occult store, it was very interesting and just really incredible to see their their life transformed as well. But the conversation was so great because we talked about, you know, some of the the very like foundational occultist stuff that we hadn't really like talked about in a lot of other episodes. But oh, I also really loved the interview with Anna Maria, who's the beekeeper. Oh, that one was mm-hmm. so good. The alchemy of love with the bees. <laughs> oh, so dreamy. That was a really good one. And the recent interview with Chiche Luna, I absolutely mm-hmm. loved talking about movement. It was beautiful. Just so grateful for all of these amazing people and, and to see their transformations over the past yeah. years. Seeing Gabby Mm-hmm. From when we first interviewed her to now, and she's writing a book on sacred sexuality. So exciting. Oh, it was really fun to interview my friend Javay, who's uh, the millennial sex vote on Instagram, because it's always like, yeah, like you're saying, it's so fun to interview people that you like do know, and it feels really joyful to talk about topics that you love. And it's also really fun to interview people you've never met before and like dive into new things and learn new things you know that was really like that with the Anna Maria learning more about bees which are such a passion for me but that was so great oh there's been so many good ones so many good ones very happy with what we're we're leaving in in the Spotify iTunes. Our legacy. Our legacy. <laughs> yeah, I was talking with um, Lenore a couple of days ago because we were teaching a sacred slattery red precess workshop on the new moon. And we were chatting beforehand about the podcast and talking about how like when we started the podcast, like no shade, no shade at all. I'm a Libra, no shade. But like when we started the podcast, like no one is really talking about sex magic like in the public area, like we are and were. And at the time I felt really humbled that we were able to do that publicly when ancestors and and living people still are persecuted and burned and tortured for speaking of these things. And I'm just really glad that whether it's a result of our podcast, collective consciousness, all of the things, none of the things, who knows, but I'm just glad that it's a, a bigger topic of com- common conversation these days. Yeah. I I was wondering that the other day and I remember the choice I made to call this the sex magic podcast to Mm -hmm. not skirt around it to Mm -hmm. just be really bold and to the point this is about sex 
magic <laughs> and the connection between those two words and yeah. the history. And I really have seen since we launched our show, how so many more people are talking about it. And also how many people have shifted their careers to be mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, sex magic practitioners or healers or therapists or guides in, in any shape or form in that way. It's very interesting to me. And I think that like the more, the more work we are collectively sharing to uplift and celebrate each other in our radical, sexual, magical identity, just like the better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I'm thinking about three in terms of its magical potency as a number. We've done this for three years. If this was like a three-year-old baby, you know, like to say it's walking and talking, it's doing its own thing now, you know, mm -hmm. and it's ready to explore the world in its own ways. Mm -hmm. And in Tyra, we see that three is the number of evaluation. Like, is this where I thought I would be? Where am I going next? How am I journeying on? <laughs> and, um, and four is, is consol consolidation, like figuring out how we're going to use our energy and what we're going to do for things. And, it's not occurring to me until this moment of how perfectly divine that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think three is also timeline-wise in which you related to a child. It's kind of where you have to start letting go mm -hmm. and let them have their own experience as well. Yeah. You know, still protective. And, you know, we are also are still continuing the sex magic society. So that's something to keep in mind that the energy we've created and cultivated is taking form in a different container. And I'm excited to to nurture that as well. Well, any mm. any last words? <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, we have to answer the question. The question. Oh, the, we question. Have to the question. Wait, what's the question? The question, the question. we ask. <laughs> the, question. the question we ask everyone at the end of the episode. If you could give your younger self one piece of advice surrounding sexuality, spirituality, the connection of the two, what would it be? And oh, I also question. add, it would be fun to think of like if we could give our baby self meeting the the version of us at our first podcast meeting a piece of advice, what would it be? Dump him. <laughs> more more spreadsheets. Be more organized. Be mine. Um, okay, I want to think about my answer to the question. Mm. I'm so bad at on the spot stuff, but I would That's say the best though. No, I'm no, I need like time to like deeply think. I'm so bad at formulating thoughts fast, but let's say just uh, don't be afraid to be yourself. You know, I feel like this podcast has, I don't know, made me confront a lot of my insecurities with needing mm -hmm. to come off like so polished and so prepared all the time. And it's definitely been um, a challenge for me to just come into these um, with not too much of a plan and just, you know, say, say what I want to say, say what I need to say. So yeah, I would say that. It's been beautiful to watch your throat chakra evolution, Shady. <laughs> Still working on it, but you know, it's, um, it's a journey. <laughs> 
I feel like for me, I would say to her, everything's going to be all right. So chill the fuck out. Number one, number two, try not to be so extreme and intense and, and find like a more comfortable middle ground for things. Not everything has to be a hundred percent over zero and stop judging yourself for being different from other people and just explore it instead. Like just explore what makes you, you and stop trying to hide it and conform to something that you're not because you, you don't need to be that anyway. Who, whoever you are is okay. And it's okay to be in a constant exploration and flux evolution of that as well. You know, question everything, including yourself. Mm-hmm. I love all of that. I would say for me, allow yourself to take up space and don't seek permission to do that. You were born to be here and to be the most authentic version of yourself. And that is your divine purpose. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm. All you have to do is just radiate your spirit from deep within into this bizarre, strange, (laughs) amazing, tortured, lovely world (laughs) Mm. and I think I think in in regards to sexuality and yeah I I would say maybe mm, spirituality as well use your voice more and like that deep inner voice and and don't worry too much about uh saying the right thing just just use Mm. your yeah also for me i would add to my younger self have as much gay sex as you can really (laughs) gay it up (laughs) practice magic every day be magic you know don't make it don't let it have to be something that you do and really let it integrate into something that you are so everything that you do is an extension of your sex magic Mm -hmm. because it feels good and i wish i got to it sooner Mm. also you do not have to justify or explain what brings you pleasure Yes. You oh my God! Stop your faking your orgasms. That would oh, be yeah. a big one. Stop faking your yourself. orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not having fun during sex, just leave. Also, it's totally fine not to have sex sometimes. Totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally fine to go with the cycles of your own seasons. Yep. Yeah. Man, if only we could time travel. But then I wouldn't change anything really. Yeah. I would I would change maybe like one or two things, but um, you know, the rest is pretty peachy keen. Mm. A deep sigh. Deep sigh. All right. Well, I'm going to say what I say at the end of every circle casting when we enter out of the liminal space and into the physical realm 
which is our circle is open, but never broken. Mary meet, Mary part, and Mary meet again. Blessed be. Blessed be. Blessed be. No. Bye. Oh, <laughs> you guys. Oh. You guys. <laughs>